Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I'd be sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. 5th Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Yeah, it's already March. Get your hands on that. It's already March, y'all. Coach Pete Cordelli, hour one, Ole Miss Evie, top of hour to the Angelic Tones and Brad Powers on the gambling. Hour three, the call text option line, 615-844-5600. I encourage you, the text part of that is what we're pushing hard here. Not even trying to hide it. Love that aspect. Relatively new last year. 615-844-5600. Social media, Twitter, at King. Email King 7 That's the number 7 at gmail.com. Coach Pete with us on Friday mornings early. Good morning, Coach. Morning, Bill. How are you? Doing well. Just tracking the meetings they were having in Dallas last week, the college football playoff, I believe they call it management committee, and we're starting to get some details about the way the brackets will look in 26. Next two years, it's 12 teams, the top four ranked conference champions get buys under the 14 team model which is the leader in the clubhouse it's not decided on the ink's not dry anything like that but it's trending for 26 14 teams there would be two buys and I'll get to that in the second coach two buys and again you'd have an 11-3 model which would be three SEC, three Big Ten teams, two Big 12 ACC teams, two each, and then group of five gets one and then three at large. Now, Pete, not only is the SEC and Big Ten saying we're going to take control of the power here, demanding six between the two automatics, but here's another one that has just emerged that we didn't know about. They demand that those two buys – 
in the 14-team bracket will go to the SEC in the Big Ten period. It's guaranteed those two buys, just two of them, go to the SEC in the Big Ten. We're starting to get a look of what this might look like. I hate it. (laughs) Absolutely hate it. Uh, You know, we, we preach to young men all the time, whether it's, well, most coaches talk about competition, get better, improvement daily. How many coaching cliches can we come up with? We could, we could spend the next three hours with coaching cliches, I'm sure. Ole Miss Evie, it, 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 every guest you have could come up with coaching cliches. Talk about developing competition getting better, meritocracy based on what you do. And now it's the old boy mentality of, well, I'm in the SEC and we have nine bowl tie-ups and we need guarantees. There's nothing guaranteed in life except death and change. Not even taxes because there's people that aren't paying taxes. So what? Death and change are the only things that are guaranteed. What kind of message does this send to players? Well, we're guaranteed, you know, we've got three slots. Well, yeah, you got to play well. How about just the 14 best teams in the country at the end of the year? And some years, it's not going to be the Big Ten. It may be one. Some years, it may be one from the SEC. You've got to live with it. That's why they're paying you ten million a year now. I, I Bill, I, I just don't like the message this sends. And Sankey and Petiti can go in and bang the table all they want. Let's see how the next two years play out before we can start going to twenty twenty six. I I just you know, they're trying to flex their muscles and, and do all that. You know, it just means more to the SEC. If, it, if you have three go in and they all get beat, how good is that for your conference? Pete, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a big proponent of this. I haven't been since I've heard about it. I don't like already talking about 14, but before we get through 12, I just don't understand it. Their excuse, again, air quotes around excuse, to expedite the way it will look in 2026, supposedly is ESPN with their new media agreement, which is $1.3 billion a year, but it has not been finalized. Once that done, before they will check off on the money for the future and Pete I get a sneaking suspicion now let's think about this that contract that media contract again was for I believe it's 7.8 billion six years which is one three a year about double what the current one is now that's a 12 team that's that agreement as far as I know was for a 12 team playoff and they're already talking about 14. Here's my question. Is ESPN willing to pony up more money 
because it's bigger in 26 from the original no. contract that reached 1.3 right now. There's something going on there that we don't know about that is fishy. Yeah, and I mean, the other thing is you got to include Notre Dame in there. Correct. You know, so here's the other thing, Bill. They're not, there may not be an ACC conference in two years. There may not be an ACC. Florida State's leading the charge. Virginia Tech pops up. I think Virginia Tech's going to be the sleeper team in 2024 in the ACC. If Clemson isn't what it used to be or gets back to the playoffs, I, I could see Florida State. And who knows what Mario's going to do at Miami. You know, I, I think they're going to be pretty good in time. But we're talking about possibly three power conferences, not even four, in two years. So I agree with you there's a lot going on with the money. Obviously, when you go to 14, you want to renegotiate because you have to include Notre Dame. But if the ACC falls apart, who is who's the SEC going to take out of that group? Now, Sankey has made it known to many people he wants North Carolina and Notre Dame. I don't believe he's getting Notre Dame in the SEC. No. I don't believe Mac Brown's going to be at North Carolina much longer. 75. He's doing a heck of a job. But if Bubba Cunningham, the athletic director there at UNC, if UNC basketball doesn't come on and play better, uh, they're so up and down. We have so many unknowns going into 2026. I don't understand why they're trying to negotiate for more money now before we've even seen the 12 team model. Let's yep. see how this plays out. I promise you this. I, I will I'm a I am a strong believer that there will not be an ACC football conference in two years. You feel like Florida State's departure, which is impending, I think we all feel that way, will create a domino effect. No question. No question. I mean Bill, they're already playing some games on what? The CW Network? Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's that's almost as bad as what the former Pac-12 commissioner wanted to do with the Pac-12 games. Some people can't even find the CW Network. I just, and you know what? I applaud the people at Florida State going, wait a minute now. Mike Norvell's done a heck of a job getting that program turned around after the mess he inherited from Jimbo. And, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see how uh, the new quarterback plays. And, <laughs> I mean, getting Jared Verse and some of those transfers in, Mike Norvell's a good football coach. That's good staff. Uh, but I truly believe – ACC football in two years is going – it may not be under the title of ACC. You were living in Memphis when Mike Norvell got the Memphis job. Yes. And he, he did well almost immediately, particularly his offense. 
Well, I'll tell you, he came as the offensive coordinator. You know, Justin Fuente. Right. And he knew each other. Justin did a heck of a job there. Uh, and look, I think Memphis this year under Ryan Silverfield is going to be one of the teams people better watch because Ryan has done an excellent job hiring coaches, developing a, a, a roster. Watch out for Memphis this year because of Seth Hennigan, the quarterback, coming back. A true four-year starter. How many times have we seen that in college football lately? I mean, this kid came in and uh, he started as a freshman. But, yeah, Mike Norvell did a great job at Memphis of building that program, getting them to bowl games significantly. And at one time, Bill, if you remember, um, there's a push from Memphis trying to get into the Big 12. Right. And the Big 12 told them at the time, you got to get your football program better. We like what you're doing in basketball. That's when Calipari was there. And then, uh, Tubby, you know, Smith came in. And, uh, and then Penny came in. FedEx was behind the move, going to put some money into the Big 12. But Mike Norvell's the guy that got the, the football program going in Memphis. Yeah. yeah. Bunch of questions coming up for Coach Pete here. When we come back, Friday edition. Good morning. They're still working this wreck on 65 southbound at Rivergate Parkway. Again, it's slowing down that traffic between Long Hollow Pike and Rivergate Parkway there. 65 southbound. Rain coming through Middle Tennessee. Please give yourself extra time this morning as it already starts to build. 24 westbound coming out of Rutherford County, Murfreesboro towards Nashville. 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services here in Middle Tennessee. It's Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. They're online. TomahawkCrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-type traffic. Buyandtow.com. Get cash for junk cars. Do you have a vehicle that's become a problem? You can get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. They'll buy your vehicle no matter the condition, in your driveway, at your mechanic shop, or even on the side of the road. You can call them at 615-480-6473 or visit buyandtow.com. Get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. 615-480-6473. Buyandtow.com. That's buyandtow.com. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team for many seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville 
double stack or the world famous bar lines grinder oh you've never heard of the bar lines grinder two kinds of cheese lettuce dijon smoked turkey smoked bacon smoked ham now that's some smoke you want local brews and local spirits are on tap at bar lines take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of music city bar lines at the omni nashville hotel fifth avenue downtown Hi, I'm Jeff Fisher. Guess what? The Cats are back. The Nashville Cats will be returning to the Municipal Auditorium on April 27th in the season opener against the Minnesota Myth. There will be five total games played at Municipal Auditorium with one additional game played up in Clarksville at FNM Bank Arena on Armed Forces Day on Saturday, May 18th. For player or dance team tryouts or tickets, log on to thenashvillecats.com. Are you ready for some March Madness? Then don't miss out on any of the action at the High Valley Conference Basketball Championship presented by United Fidelity. It's the return of the Ford Center downtown Evansville for March 6th through the 9th as the first entries into the men's and women's NCAA basketball tournaments are crowned. All session tickets and single game tickets are now on sale to each OVC school's ticket office, Ticketmaster, and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person. If there's a drama stream anywhere in college sports, the Bill King Show is there to break it down. Coach Pete with us each and every Friday. Shannon in South Bend. Indiana, where Coach Pete has lived before, wants to know, Coach, what's harder to do in college football, win a national championship or coming back the following season and defending it and repeating as champion? Repeating as a champion is hard. Um, It's harder, right? Harder, excuse me. Yes, yes. 1988, obviously, the game that turned everything around for us was beating Miami 31-30 in South Bend. But we still didn't go to number one. Uh, UCLA became number one. And uh, we went and played Navy in Baltimore at, at the baseball at the Orioles Stadium, Memorial Stadium, and uh, won that game. We're flying back into South Bend. The pilot, as we're getting ready to land, he said, congratulations on the win today. You guys are the number one team in the country. And Lou jumps up and said, the heck we are. Did you see us play? We're not worth a darn. And the guy said, no, coach. Uh, UCLA just got upset by Washington State. You guys are going to be number one. Lou, <laughs> Lou starts combing his hair. He walks out of <laughs> the plane. <laughs> the TV cameras go, I knew it was only a matter of time. (laughs) (laughs) But we had a – in 88, you know, it all came together, beat West Virginia in the Fiesta Bowl. 
And then we were number one in the country for 11 weeks. Back then we started, uh, we played in the kickoff classic in New Jersey, beat the heck out of Virginia and played well until we got to Miami the last game. But felt like we had a better team in, in 89. And we had a chance to win it in 89 and 90, but it's harder. And, and, and I think that's a great question, the way it was phrased. You have to understand you're not defending anything because you have a new group of players. So it's a whole new identity. But the foundation has been set. And that's why what Kirby's done in Athens has been remarkable. Uh, it is harder to repeat as a national champion. And then to three-peat, Lord have mercy, we, we saw what happened. One game knocks you out. But that's a great question. Coach, how much – and i got a bunch of questions here for you, but how many starters just approximately did you guys have back in 89 from the championship? Uh, we had seven back on offense, and we had six on defense. That's pretty good, our actually. Kick, our, our kicker was back, and <laughs> our return guy was back. Uh, the fastest guy on the planet at that time. <laughs> right. The rocket. <laughs> it's hard, though. It's, it's very oh, I mean, difficult. Because everybody, that's, look, Notre Dame is, is the game everybody circles. You know, uh, Coach Holtz had a sports psychologist come in and talk to the staff and the team, and he said, and he said you know, in, in 12 games, you break it up and, three segments of four. And then the fourth segment is your bowl game. But he said, there are, out of 12 teams, there are four teams, you know your players, it's human nature. They're going to play their best game again. And that was Southern Cal, Penn State, Michigan, Miami, without question. Our guys knew that. Uh, then there's four games. Yeah, they understand how good it is. And then there's four. It's just human nature. But we knew Navy, Army, Air Force, any anybody we played, we were going to get their best shot. We just had to make sure that mentally that week our players were playing their best. And uh, man, it was fun though, Bill. That's what it's all about. You're not in a you're not in a conference. You don't have to win the East or the West or the North or the South to go to a championship. Every game you play is positioning yourself for the national championship at Notre Dame. Dom, who is from Pittsburgh, lives in Pittsburgh, but he's been in Aruba. He sends a picture. He's listening this morning from Aruba, and it's a picture of a rooster. He said he found a gamecock <laughs> on the streets of Aruba. How about I'm going to tell you, Coach Beamer's doing great. He went to the Grand Caymans a few weeks ago. Now he's in Aruba chasing cocky around. That's right. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Tom in Myrtle Beach says, hey, guys, and this is Tom, I don't like the SEC B1G monopoly, but as a businessman, I understand it. It's Sankey's and Petiti's job to fight for their conference and use their muscle to negotiate the best deal they can. It's about the money, not the quality of the team or the game. Oh, there, there, there's no doubt, but you know what? I, I don't know if there's going to be a third team worthy with in either conference. Uh, 
are you kidding me? The third best team in the Big Ten last year was probably Iowa. Was that offense? And I know yeah. they just hired Timmy Lester to be their offensive coordinator. He'll do a tremendous job. But how much longer is Phil Parker going to stay as the defensive coordinator? How much longer is Ferentz going to be there as, as the head coach? I, tell me who the third best team is going to be. We don't – I mean, is it Ole Miss? We don't even know who the second best team is right now in the SEC. Georgia's number one, without question. Peter. I think Ohio State – I think Ohio State's going to be number one in the Big Ten because Michigan's so much turnover and change. But yeah. that's why probably, we play the game, brother. Probably either, <laughs> Penn, either Penn State or Oregon next, I would say, just from today, once we get into the season. What, Penn State, is, they're such a uh, – they can't win the big one. Right. All right. More questions. Peter in Syracuse. Where does Coach Pete see the rest of the ACC going if there's not an ACC in two years? Says Clemson, North Carolina, Florida State, and Virginia are the only teams rumored to be landing in other places. Well, Miami is. Yep. I think you go back to it or have the old Big East back together again. (laughs) Because you can, look, you take, that'd be a heck of a basketball conference as well, but. I just think you go back because I think Fran Brown's going to do a good job at Syracuse. And uh, Syracuse, you know, Dino was up and down. Dino Babers was up and down. But uh, I think you may see another attempt at having a Big East conference and getting those teams back together again. Jim in Jupiter, Florida, ask Coach Pete, does he think Florida State would land in the Big Ten or the SEC? Will Greg Sankey allow the Big Ten to plant a flag in the huge state of Florida with a big program like Florida State? Nah, they're go- I, they got to go to the SEC. I mean, you go back and everybody knows what a mistake it was when Coach Bowden was there. And they didn't get in. I, Florida State would absolutely – be a great fit in the SEC. I, I don't think Sankey wants the Big Ten in Florida. That's a great point. Jerry in the four one line, four one nine, I should say, says, "Guys, as a lifelong Notre Dame fan, I'm 63 years old. I've been to 30 plus games. Yes, actually, some spring games included." He says, "I actually though think Notre Dame should be in a conference that creates." Uh, two passes to the playoffs. Ask Coach Pete what he thinks about that. And I know I'm on the minority when it comes to Notre Dame in a league, he says. You're not. That's, uh, I always believed the five years that I was there from 86 to 90, I always believed that we were going to go at some point to the Big Ten because of Chicago, the recruiting area. If Notre Dame goes to the ACC, what is the stop those kids in Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina coming to South Bend when you got ACC schools already there? You know, our footprint was national in recruiting long before anybody else went national. And, I mean, that goes back to Newt Rockman. <laughs> yeah. So I always thought that the footprint for North – and then you get – the Penn State rivalry back every the Michigan, you know, Ohio State. 
Michigan State. We're, we already played Michigan, Michigan State, Purdue. Uh, I always believed Notre Dame would be a great fit, and for all the other sports as well. Now, Jack Swarbrick made a deal with the ACC because Jack Swarbrick at one time knew the commissioner's job in the ACC was going to open, and Jack Swarbrick wanted to be the commissioner of the ACC. And he thought by putting all the other sports in the ACC, that would give him a leg up on the job. Jack Swarbrick did not get the job. And now you have Notre Dame in all other sports. And in football, scheduling five or four ACC teams. The plan that Swarbrick had for himself failed. And, you know, sometimes... From what I hear, what I'm told, Jack is, ask him, he's the smartest man in the room, which a number of people don't always agree with. But it was a personal agenda that got Notre Dame in all the other sports in the ACC. I don't see Notre Dame going to the ACC. Scott in Savannah, Georgia, asked Coach Pete, would he rather have a 2014-type playoff, meaning the first year of the playoffs, four teams, with players that are not opting out, or fewer playoff games with bowls full of players opting out? Oh, no, I want the players to play. I'm not one for the college football playoff committee. I think you eliminate the human element. Human bias, whatever, human nature. Go back to the BCS computer rankings to determine your top 12 teams. It's not that hard. We don't need a committee. We don't need a management committee to get together and tell us about 2026. All this stuff, why do we even have people in a committee? When you have enough analytics, algorithms, data, produced by the computers, and it gives you the 12 best teams. We don't need a committee to do that. I'd much rather go back to the BCS system and have more teams in the playoff with more players playing than opting out. Um, So I I wish they would get rid of the college football playoff committee. Georgia one, Bill, the rankings the rankings comes out way too early. Five weeks before the end of the season. I know it's done for TV. I got gotcha. you. It's done for viewership. It's done for clicks. But you don't have to have a committee meeting until two weeks before the end of the season. So that I felt bad for Boo Corrigan last year. Felt bad for Boo. You know, his dad, Gene, was our athletic director at Notre Dame when we first got there. And his brother Kevin is a lacrosse coach at Notre Dame, won a national championship. Great family. But I felt bad for Boo the first three weeks having to come out and explain why this team was ahead of it. It doesn't matter until the last two weeks. But I don't know. I think we've lost common sense in this country. I've said that for years. And it's a lot of overkill right now. Georgia Doug on the Emerald Coast says, ask Coach Pete, 
Kirby Smart's defensive line, all the shifts right or left right before the snap, what is the advantage of that? Why do they do that, he wants to know. Because of where the back is positioned, you want to go, and if you move and shift, if the ball's on one hash or the other, that's a great question, but if the ball is on one hash or the other, let's say the ball is on the right hash for the defense, left hash for the offense, and the back is to the field, you slant taken away, you're going to defend the field. And it also changes the blocking assignment for some of your uh, run calls. And it, it definitely changes your pass protection. And if the center on offense is calling, is turning the protection one way, and the strength moves the other, somebody's coming free off the edge. And you, it, it's, uh, it's called stemming. You stem the line one way or you stem it the other way. A lot of teams used to play, Bill, what they called field eagle. And they'd play a three on the guard, and then they'd play a six on the on the tight end with a linebacker and then a safety. And that's like an eagle look. Now you can, can go out and actually go to a, a strong or an under look with a guy on the guard, guy on the tackle, guy on the end. So the strength of your defense is to the field. And it's to confuse offensive linemen and obviously defend the field and, and force the offense into the short side of the field. If that's if you've got some young offensive linemen who do not have mm-hmm. repetition, that's that's tough, man. And let me tell you what they do sometimes. Even though they shift to the field, they slant back. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, Cur- Kirby's got it down now. I mean, they they have a great plan on defense. They really do. More Coach Pete as we continue Friday edition Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. I'm looking at a crash over here near the Two Rivers area in Hermitage, also on Briley Parkway northbound, right at Lebanon Pike. It's just a lot of flashing lights over here. There's Lebanon's line out here in Middle Tennessee this morning with this rain that continues to move through. It's going to be with us, it looks like, all morning long, so please give yourself extra time as it builds down through the Mount Juliet area on 40 West, leaving Wilson County towards Nashville. 24 is already heavy out of Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, going westbound. 24 headed towards Antioch. Hey, 24-7 reliable crane and rigging service. This is here in Middle Tennessee. It's Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. Check them out at TomahawkCrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. 
Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5. And it's Patton Cook from National Sports Radio. We are excited for our new show, JB and the General, every Monday through Friday right here on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Talking all things Titans, Nashville SC, Preds, anything you want, we can talk. And we don't mind going off the beaten path once in a while as well. Again, that's every Monday through Friday, 9 to 11, right here on WNSR. Get into the Bill King Show. Um, shit, man, I just lost my train of thought. All right, dude, here's a couple of phones. Three, two, call 615-844-5600. Coach Pete with us on Fridays. Hour one. We will be at the Omni next Friday. Yeah, next Friday is when we'll be there live if you happen to be around. Aliquippa Bob from the hey, Pittsburgh hey. area, who is hey, now in the middle of Florida. He's in central Florida right now. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, Pete. I, I just wanted to say, Georgia Dog had a great question. Two months from today, we're going to be in, in, in Dustin, right? Yes. You think they could have a whiteboard in the room and we could go over this stuff, have a little clinic? Yes. Somebody will, somebody get that done. Get a whiteboard and a marker, and then we can uh, we can do this. Yes. Can we do a mini clinic down there for any questions? Man, that'd be great. That'd be fun. Do anything. we, Pete, th- there's no rule. We can do anything we want. No rules. <laughs> I just know this, man. I'm looking forward to it. Two months hey, from today. Hey. Hey Pete, we can we can take that whiteboard and make a thirty-two uh, bracket playoff. Who can, who gives a rip? We can do whatever we want. <laughs> That'd be great, man. Yeah, Alakripa uh, Bob, I love it. Alakripa Bob, now down in the villages of Florida. Ask Pete why Coach Franklin James Franklin can't win the big game. Man, that's a two billion dollar question. Yeah. <laughs> 
I just think at some point, I, I think hiring the offensive coordinator from Kansas uh, is going to be an interesting fit. But, uh, Andy Kalikney, I believe is his name, uh, he does a great job with misdirection quarterback power. I just don't know if Drew Aller at 6'5", 240 is going to be able to run the type of system that they've run at Kansas. Now, Aller will throw the heck out of the football. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how the new defensive coordinator at Penn State goes. But for whatever reason, Penn State, they get to Ohio State, Michigan in certain games, and it's kind of like a mental block, and they just can't get over it right now. So, never know. This might be the year. He, he gets – he gets the personnel, we feel like. He recruits very well. It's it's those big games. And look, uh, what was the year 16 where they lost too early? They lost to Pitt and they lost to Michigan. Big came back, beat Ohio State, won the Big Ten outright. So it's not like he had won any of them, but the resume recently doesn't have an updated look to it. They've had so much turnover on the coaching staff. There's no consistency. Right. I, I, I was cut. Look, this is from a guy who was on the sideline. Franklin wears the headset. He doesn't call plays. When Joe Moorhead, who did a tremendous job at Fordham before he came to Penn State, Joe's calling plays. And they're one game to another. You know, and head coaches listen to everything. James was questioning Joe, why are you running that, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Joe finally said, that's what I feel like at the right time. You know, there was a discussion there that got a little heated, to say the least. Right. Well, then it happens later in the game, and Joe Moorhead finally took the headset off and handed it to Franklin and said, you call. And at the end of that season, that's when Joe Moorhead went to Mississippi State. I think that, from what I've told, James can be pretty critical of his coordinators. Uh, Manny Diaz used to turn them off and call what he wanted. That's just the way it goes, you know. So, uh, if James is questioning his coaches during the game, players hear it. They know what's going on. Oh, yeah. If you're going to hire a coordinator, let him call the game. If you want to question him, do it at halftime or after the game. But when you start questioning your coaches during a game, that obviously goes to the players. And they're like, wow, head coach and this guy aren't getting a blah, blah, blah. So you're right. They've had the talent. I mean, they, look, Chop Robinson's going to go high again in the draft. Uh, they've had some pretty good offensive linemen. I don't know if they've had a great receiver, Bill. You know, they haven't had a, a home run hitter receiver lately. And uh, they need to develop that a little bit. But uh, I think James, if you're going to hire, you've got your coordinator, let them coordinate. And then do your questioning after the game. I don't know if we're going to have enough time to complete this uh, question, but if not, we'll carry over. 
Joe down in Boca Raton asked Coach Pete, why is everybody or why are coaches leaving Florida? Is there an obvious reason? Uh, yeah, I think they think that uh, with the schedule, with the tenuous situation that, that Billy's in, uh, they don't want to be in Gainesville. <laughs> it's natural. You don't want to lose your job. So you go to some place – you take a new job and you, you get a multi-year contract, but you're getting more money. So I just think the lack of consistency in the staff, uh, you're looking out for your family as well as your future. Uh, I guess Billy hired Enos two days ago to be on the staff. Uh, that'll be interesting. So. More Coach Pete after the break here. Fast moving hour number one on this Friday edition. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. Wrapping up this earlier wreck over here on Briley Parkway, right near Lebanon Pike. It should be out of here in a few minutes as you head towards the Two Rivers area. Wet driving conditions going to send you out early this morning. Folks are already out here slipping and sliding all over Middle Tennessee. It's heavy now as we stare at it live on 24 Westbound. Coming out of Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, up through the Antioch, Laverne, Smyrna area, headed towards Nashville. Uh, I-40 and Wilson County also starting to load up uh, 40 West towards Nashville. Hey, Prince's Hot Chicken's got you covered with catering. Check them out online at Prince. HotChicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus $75,000? Or the one where a truck driver made a last-minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million? All their lives changed in an instant, and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing, life-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. 
To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't leave to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. It's a Bill King Show. We are college football centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong steroid. And we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this here radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Hashtag fat side up. Tweet to Bill at Bill is King to enter the arena of ideas. To say the least, questions to try and get in about six minutes here. No fan down in Florida in the 863. Ask coach, is it possible to have too many weapons on offense? He says, reason is I think Florida State players pressed too hard to make the big play last year and underachieved. I I don't think you can ever have too many weapons because of the way uh, defenses try to bracket, you know, and, and double those guys. It, it, you're always looking for the single matchup, and uh, eventually – Everybody's going to get the football based on the, on the read. I, I think what happened last year, obviously after the quarterback went out, so they felt like they had to do more than just play their game. But uh, gosh, it's a shame that uh, that team's fortunes changed when the quarterback got hurt. But I, I don't believe you can ever have too many weapons on offense. No sir. This is a good one. Johnny Crawford, long-time SEC line judge for decades and retired a year ago, who joins us every week during the playing portion of the season, said as a line judge, this is maybe the hardest part of his job all those years. And I'm about to read Craig in North Augusta. Wants to know, how do you keep an RPO team from having a lineman downfield every play if the lineman doesn't know pre-snap if it's a run or a pass? And again, Johnny Crawford said that's probably, with all the grappling and everything going on, and he's got to sit there and judge it all, that right there, the lineman down the field, might be the hardest part of his job. There's no doubt about it. Uh, But what you tell guys is, do you gallop or do you – you push, and let me let me give you the distinction. If you're if the offensive line, if they're in gallop mode, that means they're reaching, ripping, and running like outside zone. Now, if you're if you're not, 
then you're under control. And most of the time, the RPO is based off of the inside zone. So because you're not in the gallop mode where you're just coming off and trying to, you know, like I said, reach, rip, and front. Like let's say we're running outside zone right. Everybody's stepping with the play side foot. They're reaching the outside number of the defender. They're ripping the left arm, and they're running. They're trying to create leverage and either drive a guy out or steal him inside and turn him over to the guy inside. That way those guys are getting downfield. But if you're not in gallop mode, you're under control. You're get, It's more vertical blocking. And then that way that you're under control and it's – you don't want to be more than about six steps down the field in that so the quarterback has time to read the linebacker, say whatever it's read, is get the ball off the throw it. Georgia Dog down on the Irmo Coast, and also Tom Myrtle Beach said yes, they will have a whiteboard for you for commitments. <laughs> hey, can you do me a favor? Will you ask Aliquippa Bob if he knows Coach Don Yanessa, the famous Aliquippa coach, when I was recruiting at Aliquippa, Donnie Yanessa, Bill, one of the all-time great guys. I mean, he had it rolling at Aliquippa. Now, was that Tony Dorsett's school, or was it the Hopewell? I always get Hopewell and Aliquippa. Yeah, no, Tony went to Hopewell, which is just south of Aliquippa. But Donnie Yanessa, he had a a machine going at Aliquippa now. You know, that's where uh, Press and Pete Maravich are originally from. Amazing. All I know about Aliquippa is I was, me and Randy Cross were driving back from Morgantown, West Virginia to Pittsburgh to fly out, and I got lost in Aliquippa. That's all I remember. Hey, all you had to do is find the Steel City Inn, man. They would have taken care of you. What a great place that was. Well, 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 I had Randy Cross with me, so I wasn't worried about getting jumped, right? Oh, no. Oh, no. Steel City Inn is one of the all-time greats now. Uh, a lot of stories told there, but Coach Donnie Inessa, man, one yep. of the all-time greats. Georgia Dog, and I don't know how much time we have, maybe a minute here, a minute and a half, says uh, – a couple of years ago in the Georgia-Auburn game, Auburn killed Georgia on the screen pass, on the screen play, and then Kirby uh, game-planned it and said that's never going to happen again. He wants to know what happened. Do you recall what changes Yeah, the pursuit uh, angles of the offside, those guys were chasing the ball so hard and the ball was coming back. They didn't have anybody rotating through the screen. And uh, he got that fixed in a hurry. But everybody was chasing a ball, and it was so action was going one way, and the ball was coming back the other, and, and the sec- everybody on defense was chasing the ball down so hard, it created some big gaps in there for Auburn. But they got the reads changed by the second and third level players, and they got that handled. Uh, the front line is going, you know, through their gaps and doing what they have to do to try to stop the run. But your second level, either linebacker, nickelback, whatever, or your corner and safety to that side have to be able to handle that, and Kirby got to change. Ironically, and again, we're about to hear the music, Pete, but I remember at one of the SEC football media days, I'm sitting there with you, and you and an NFL O-line coach who was now working in Arkansas in the media were diagramming the screenplay. 
Yeah, <laughs> Larry Beckel. That's yeah. right. I still yeah, remember well, that. Yeah, it, I tell you what. I, yeah, next week when we, we get at the Omni, I'll, I'll show it to you. It was called that. It was a big time play, man. Coach, we'll see you next week. Have a good weekend. Hey, have a good weekend, Bill. Always a pleasure being with you. Thank you, man. There he is, the coach, Coach Pete Cordelli. Yeah, we get a whiteboard. Why not? There are no rules down there. Ole Miss Evie, the angelic tones when we continue.